0: Alright, we are back again today, and we've got another song for you on this summer concert series. Now, I know some of you are looking around like, is it still summer? Is it still summer? Well, technically, the season of summer doesn't end until the middle of september september usually 21st i think is the date so yes we are still in summer and we'll continue with the summer concert series then and as we are going through the summer concert series we're going to go back to 2009 um to a uh an album that uh that was up for the uh, best album of the year in 2010 and uh and it is by a song, uh, an artist that um, we have talked about in past, uh, past summer concert series. And that is Mumford & Sons. Now, we've, uh, we've gone over some other songs. And we're going to pick a little bit more of a complicated one today. It's called The Cave. And The Cave was kind of like the lead single of their first album, Sigh No More. And there was, yeah, I mean, it had received, uh, you know, Song of the Year awards. Well, um, it, it lost to Dell I think, that year. But um, it did really well and people started following Mumford & Sons because of it. Now, just to give you, we've talked about this, like I said before, but if you're new to the Summer Concert Series, then what you need to hear. So Mumford & Sons, they always get called, you know, a Christian um, artist. I mean, and, and they don't like it. They don't like to be called Christian artists. They're coming from the artist perspective, not the Christian side of it. Now, why are they called Christian artists? Because their parents are the lead singer... Uh, Marcus Mumford, his his parents are church planters. And I believe they are in the Vineyard Movement um, in London. And so this is something that, it, it wasn't a secret. I mean, they weren't ashamed of it, but yet they were also not trying to have an identity that somebody else was trying to give to them based on who their parents were. So I believe, yes, they are still Christian, they do not like to to always bring that up as like this central piece to who they are. Um, I mean, nobody really would, Uh, you know, like, hey, like they want to be known for who they are. And and a lot of it is because their lyrics and things that are talked about have a very strong spiritual content. And that's what I want you to be able to see today. So we're going to talk about the cave and there are some people who have a hard time kind of discerning what uh, the cave is is all about uh, because there there it is it's difficult. so some people think it's about drug addiction which I didn't get that and I didn't haven't seen that before but uh, so let's just spit out some lyrics here. it's empty in the valley of your heart the sun it rises slowly as you walk away from all the te- fears and all the faults you've left behind. The harvest left no food for you to eat, you cannibal, you meat-eater, you see. But I have seen the same. I know the shame in your defeat. So the chorus says this, but I will hold on hope, and I will let you choke on the noose around your neck. And I'll find strength in pain, and I will change my ways, and I'll know my name as it's called again. So here's, you know, some things about that, is that... Um, when we're actually looking at the the nature um, of this song, it's it's kind of interesting. Um, and I go back to uh, there's a theologian, uh, thinker, writer. His name is I mean, and he's. He's, he's gone to be with Jesus now, but G.K. Chesterton, um, and he was writing this, and I have a feeling that this is where it came from, even though there hasn't been a clear indication from Mumford and Sons that this is where it came from. But there was a, G, a G.K. Chesterton quote, and he says, The man who went into the cave was not the man who came out again. In that sense, he was almost as different as if he were dead, as if he were a ghost or a blessed spirit. And the effects of this on his attitude towards the actual world were really an extravagant as any parallel can make them. He looked at the world as differently from other men as if he had come out of that dark hole walking on his hands. The state can only be represented in symbol, but the symbol of inversion is true in another way. If a man saw the world upside down with all the trees and towers hanging head downwards as in a pool. One effect would be to emphasize the idea of dependence. There is a Latin and literal connection for the very word dependence only means hanging. If you would make vivid the scriptural text which says that God has hanged the world upon nothing. So now where does you know I mean if you hear some of the the actual lyrics as I um talked about but these some of these ones come a little bit later in it um because it's it's later on in the uh the bridge I believe when he says hanging um and I will uh verse 3 so come out of your cave walking on your hands and see the world hanging upside down you can understand dependence when you know the maker's hand. And that's a you know, that verse three right there really I believe kind of gives us a lot of the you know, that's the same content as what, what I just pulled out from that, you know, G. K. Chesterton quote is where he's talking about kind of the world and how sometimes, you know, people through whether it's tragedy or difficulty, sometimes and in the reason why some people point is um uh, to this as addiction is saying like you know, you come out on the other side, and if you're not seeing the world rightly, you're probably going to miss it. And But people who come out on the other side, they're seeing things different. And you can understand dependence, right, instead of independence. Like, you're free to do whatever you want to do, but you're you understand dependence when you know the maker's hand, right? And that's a clear pointing to... God. So do we understand the Maker's hand at work through our own life? Is there some things that we need to understand to be able to even see God's hand at work in our life? And that's the reason why we always talk about having eyes to see and ears to hear. We say, God, give us eyes to see and ears to hear the things that you are doing in our life, the things that you are trying to be able to help us to see. Because if we're trying to just think about just our own independence, and we're saying, this is all about me, this is all about what I'm doing, then chances are we're missing out on God's hand in our life. So I want you to be able to consider, what does it mean to uh, to go through some difficult things and yet come out on the other side looking at things differently? What do you see differently now because of pain that you've experienced? What do you see now because of life experience? And we start to see things differently because because we've gone through it and we, what we would have missed if we didn't go through it, would we not be able to see God's hand at work? So this uh, outro, I'm going to hold on hope. I'm going to let you choke right on the noose around your neck and I'll, I'll find strength in pain. I will change my ways. I know my name as it's called again. And this right here, God gives us a new name. Right? He calls us beloved, loved ones. He calls us priests and priestesses. He calls us children. Right, and These are all names that God has given to us. And this is the name that he's calling you right now. He's calling you with a new name. And he's saying, come out of that cave. Start to see life, not by your own terms, but through my eyes. See the things that are affected See the people that I love. Consider that today. We'll uh, be back again tomorrow with more summer concert series. Take care.